Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, as we head into the new year, when life can get us down, we sometimes need a person that can motivate us and give us the confidence to succeed in both life and indeed business. Life coaches are those people to tell me more about this world. Um, at an appropriate time of the year, I'm delighted to be joined by Shane Craddock. He's the, an advisor to high-performing leaders and he's the author of Inspire Me. Mark Fennell also joins us. He's a life coach and author of the upcoming book, Breakthrough. And Kira Conlon, a life and leadership coach and author of Rise Before Your Bull, also joins us. So we've got Three life coaches and three authors. Let's just summarise it at that. You're all very welcome. And uh, an early Happy New Year to you all, uh, because that's what we're going to largely be talking about. Shane, we might start with you. Um, Maybe tell us about who you are and what you actually do. Well, you're saying three coaches there, but maybe three messers as well from the conversation (laughs) we've had outside in the waiting room. Um, Yeah, look, actually, I was just saying to the guys outside that it's funny, you know, when you use the word life coach, I think on one level, um, there's probably no more noble thing than to help somebody with their life. Having said that, I'm not sure, I don't think the three of us would describe us as pure life coaches, I think. Mm. But I think when you're working with somebody, you know, certainly, you know, in leadership and business people, ultimately, I think what you're trying to do, and the three of us would have this in common, I think, from what I've heard outside, is that ultimately you're trying to help the person improve their quality of life in the context of leadership and business. Um, I'm doing that for just over 23 years. Right. Um, I started off, I suppose, at a time when coaching industry wasn't a thing and if indeed you mention something like that you just get this glazed look over business owners yeah. like, here we go this is going to be rubbish yeah no no and, and, and it's, well we're not we're, we're absolutely not talking that here uh, let, let me bring in Mark Fennell here yeah. Mark because as Shane said there if we talk about let's bring it down to kind of a simple level you know you talk about life coaches leadership coaches mm. high performance coaches yeah. yeah so are they all in the same space or, or, or is there a purity about each, each one? No, I think there's definitely silos and there's differences and okay. it depends on what the need is. Um, you'll have people who work with you on a personal de- basis so someone might be, you know, a stay-at-home parent who just wants to kind of make best of their life and make some more goals and then you've got the person who's an SME or maybe even a CEO of a large corporation. So it's getting the, the coach that suits your level of where you're at. So what I mean by that is different coaches will do different things um, and so and they'll niche also in, in certain different areas. Mainly what I would always say to somebody if they're kind of thinking, do I need a coach or whatever? I would always say, you can't fix a problem with the same mindset that probably created the problem. Sure. So having another set of eyes that are experienced with the area that you're struggling with is generally the coach that you want to look for. And a simple way of doing that is research and see who they've helped, what they've helped and reach out to them. An email doesn't hurt, you know, yeah. and say, look, this is what I'm feeling the challenge is. But for most people, I'm sure, you know, my colleagues agree is that when you have someone who feels, oh, this is the problem I have in my life, more often than not, there's other stuff at play and so therefore a coach will only do you well and but make sure that's a coach that's experienced as well because there's a lot of uh, pop, <laughs> pop-up coaches Well, well yeah and, and, and the, my next guest Kira Conlon uh, who's also a life and leadership coach and the author of a book which we'll talk about in a minute um, but, but Kira th- that, that very point um, in terms of I suppose it comes by maybe qualification how relevant is qualification for you to put your hand up and say, I'm a life and leadership coach. Could anybody do that? Yeah, well, it's easy enough to get into the industry. You right. know? So, so you low barrier course, to entry. Low barrier to entry. You do a course and you can become a coach in six months, maybe a year, depending on, on where you go. 
But the fact is, you know, it's all the experience that you bring with you, as well as all the continuous professional development that you're doing to get you to where you are. So as Mark said, you know, there's different types of coaches for what you're looking for. Yeah. So if you want somebody who has, um, you know, is going to coach you in leadership, obviously you probably want them to have some kind of a qualification you know, maybe a, a master's it, it in business me, or... Yeah, no, well, it strikes me as being a huge... Like, every business has its reputational mm. piece, but, you know, in, yeah, in yeah. to sell any further business, surely your reputation here is key. Surely word of mouth is, is going to be the prominent uh, way that you'll get new business. Absolutely. Because it's got to be such a personal thing yeah. that I, I couldn't yeah. see it being a kind of a... Oh, it's an off-the-shelf thing. I'll, no, it's I'll not. try him or I'll try her. Yeah, it's not like just, you know, I'll walk in, I'll try him, try her, because yeah. that could let you, you, you could waste a lot of time and money doing that. Um, but I think certainly word of mouth, you know, looking at someone or hearing about someone that's worked with someone maybe you know. But the point is, I think when it comes to coaching, there's a lot of coaches out there, just like there's a lot of personal trainers out there, you know, but it's the one that's right for you and the one that is in the area or has the expertise suited to you. I always suggest, I mean, a, a minimum requirement, it's not the hardest thing to get is a QQI. So that means you're recognised in Ireland as having done the right training. So that's a basic uh, nice. thing to have. Otherwise, people get these, you know, certs online, which really wouldn't hold much weight. Uh, Shane, just your own experience and <clears throat> not to generalise, but but the type of people who engage you, would they be uh, high performing business leaders, people that are, you know, out there to achieve stuff yeah. and they really want a little bit of objective guidance yeah. uh, to, to, to help them get to where they want to go? Well, I think like like the guys and what Mark's <clears throat> pointing to as well is that like it, it probably evolves over the years. So I, I'm doing it like a long time now. Um, 23 years and it's, my clients have changed over time Bob, right. as my own experience has gotten better and I refine my own approach and to your point earlier on it is about reputation but it's really about results yeah. so a really good coach yeah. will build their business based on getting results once you get results that's the main thing because then people will talk about you so for me at the moment like my, my kind of core niche would be around CEOs and entrepreneurs and so you're dealing with people who are time poor they're, they're generally like low on BS and they want to kind of get straight to the point and get results. Mm -hmm. So, and, and getting results, and again, I don't want you to generalise, and I know you won't, but listening must be a really important part then of what you do. Because, oh, yeah, it's massive. Because so how you listen and how you maybe recommend where we go from here. Because if you, if you can't listen, you can't yeah. really get to the problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think deep listening is something that's quite, that, that, that to me would identify a very special type of coach. Um, not proactive listening that, that's a phrase you hear in the corporate world where you might repeat back what you're saying which has got certain uses but listening is a really really an experienced coach you'll just pick it up straight away and that's going back to what you said earlier on that can help with the chemistry as well with the leader because the chemistry is an important part in a relationship with a coach Yeah. so they might be good at getting results they might even have a great reputation but the chemistry do I connect with you yeah. can we have trust is there mutual respect and then can we move together so that's kind of key yeah is there a, is there a kind of a a cyclical lifestyle to, to 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 this business, Kira, in the sense that I suppose we're talking at the time of the year, we're at the end of December, and it might sound trite to say it, but you know, you talk about bouncing into January with a new attitude. You're going to change the world. Is that is that set to fail? That model where you come at it really not having thought it through. You want to change everything too quickly. And ultimately, you put too much pressure on yourself and the de facto easy thing to do is you end up giving up. 
I think most people um, have heard at this stage that New Year's resolutions have a, a low percentage likelihood of, of working. So it's not about that. In terms of cyclical, yeah, we all look at New Year as a fresh start, a new chance to start again. But I think coaching has become um, more recognised and people are doing it at all times of the year. One of the reasons we know why people fail in the new year is because they want to completely transform everything. And uh, we know from research and habits that, you know, it's better to focus on one thing at a time Mm -hmm. or to really know that you, this is actually what you need to change. Because not because everybody else is doing it, but because this is the key. This is the thing that's going to get you your goal or get you from where you are now to... Yeah, I, you I, and you say that if you can, if you can create a habit, and maybe this is a simplification of, of 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 your of your process, but if you if something can become a habit, that's a good thing. It'll facilitate change because you'll do it without thinking about it. Absolutely. So you know, if you mm. repeat something um, often enough, your uh, <laughs> neural networks change in order to um, make it automated. Just like we all brush our teeth we can create habits that sustain us um, and, and help us to get to where Neuroplasticity. we Just to take your, your thoughts on this, Mark, yeah. uh, you know, just to, as we were saying there, trying to achieve everything, trying to achieve too much is, is, is sure to fail. So how do you deal with some fellow who comes in, you know, in at this time of the year and wants to change the world yeah, well, by, by Easter. It's a great question. How do you deal with them? Well, look, uh, I mean, the, the sense of overwhelm kind of is destined to cause some of the failure. Um, a lot of the people I work with will be leadership. They're driven. They've already achieved possibly some degree of achievement or maybe they've just gotten stuck and they've hit that ceiling. So when they come and they say, look, this is what I want to do, but I've struggled or I can't get the motivation or whatever. Motivation is an emotion. It's transient. It changes. So it's not going to be sustained. What I'll always do, I'll ask the question and I'll say, well, how do you want to feel in 12 months' time? So this is about visualising oh, what is, it this looks is, like. Let's jump into the future for a minute. How yeah. do you want to feel different than you feel right now? And they say, well, I want to feel X. And I say, why do you? Why will you feel that way and what do you need to achieve to feel that? And they go, well, if I had that done, this done, that, all of a sudden they become their own coach. And that's the key, you see. A coach doesn't come with solutions. Yeah. A coach comes with really good questions. Yeah. And you see, when a person like a good sees good interviewer. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, just like yourself, Bobby, see. <laughs> you see, but what happens is when, when we dig deep and when we find out the real <laughs> reasons why, not water hell, but why we want something. Now that's a sustained motivation. Emotionally, you'll be up and down, but the motivation stays. I always liken it to this. If someone had a burning house and there's a thousand euros sitting in the kitchen press and the house on fire, they're not going to run in because I go, well, that's, there's risk. There's not worth risk and reward. But if I said now, God forbid your child's in that kitchen, you now don't think about the barriers. You're into that house. Yeah. So that's the key. And if you can tap into that in someone's drive, they will most surely stick the course and get to the goal. Shane, is it a coincidence that all three of you here this morning have written books or, or in, in some way? Is the book uh, a further endorsement of what you do? It, like, how, Where does it fit in, 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 your, in your week, in your month? Uh, obviously, because it takes time to write a book. Oh, yeah. Well, but do, does it help? Does it help? Sell the, the service. It does, yeah. And then yeah. I think it adds to your credibility. Yeah. Um, particularly, hopefully, that if, if people read the book and go, actually, I, I get this, this makes sense. I think it can open people's minds to kind of demystifying even what the coaching area is because a lot of people get confused about, well, what is it? Why do I start? What's the value to me? So I think each of the books diff- here. Um, that the- and even from a research point of view, if I was thinking of engaging you as a coach and I read the book, 
I'd be much more informed, would I not, before I even mm. came to meet you. A hundred percent. And yeah. also you get a sense of the person who's writing the book. Yeah. So you can almost kind of get a sense of almost like that kind of closeness, <clears throat> think, is this kind of my person or not? And sorry, the, the one thing I want to say as well, just on the back of what Mark said there, Bobby, is and it's an important thing is that, like, if you want to get great at anything, you should have a coach. Right, 100%. So, so like the the best people in the world, so a lot a lot of the time, sometimes I'll talk to leaders and they think, we give coaching, we're trying to turn around underperforming people. That's where you get the lowest return. The highest return is with the best performers. So, yeah. But if you want to get great at something, you have to get a coach. We've learned that from the sporting world. And the, it's a great industry to be in. Mm. And it's a growing industry. And we need more quality coaches. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so that's, a good, uh, that's a good, that's a good, just to stay on the books for a minute, Kira. um, the tell me about the productivity and habit planner that you brought in here today. And I just I know this is radio, but it's it's an amazing book. It's 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 a diary that brings me all the way through the year. It's got a habit tracker. Walk us through how this book works. Because sure. it looks to so, me to be quite an expensive it publication. Is and it's yeah. it does it looks really, really well. So it's the accumulation of many years of um, coaching people, coaching uh, leaders and high performers. <laughs> and as you know, um, I've been here with you before with a couple of books on productivity and helping people with that. So for years, I've been looking for something similar to help them to plan, to help them to, f- to track their goals, to follow through, to track their habits. And I couldn't find it. So like all good products, um, I went and made it myself, you know, <clears throat> out of a need. And one of my observations, and, and I think it's a good one from your perspective, there's no dates on this. This is a 90-day no, companion. 90-day So I can pick this yeah. up in July <laughs> yes, that's and it. just exactly. work 90 days on it. So exactly. I think that's clever. But you don't want to box yourself in. The 90 days is a nice period of time. It's, yeah. it's something that's very um, accessible or feasible for people. And it's a great approach with goal setting to look at each, you know, uh, quarter, let's say. Yeah. Because we also need to look at what are we focused on doing in that quarter, but also what are we not going to do? Because goals can be overwhelming when we're looking at a year. And when am I going to get all this done? So this helps you to make decisions about what am I doing now and what am I doing next? So it helps us to really focus in on achieving our goals. Yeah, no, no, lovely, lovely piece of work. Mark, just you. Um... Business and home life, do they need to be separated in when it comes to coaching or is everything interconnected with everything else? You mean for an individual or for yeah, myself? Oh. For an individual. <laughs> <laughs> or both. <laughs> Either uh, or. It, it certainly does. Um, and I tell you why, because what happens is they're going to blur, lines will be blurred, but we do need to separate. The same way a parent needs to, when they're going out with their spouse, they need to say, well, I'm not going out as, as mammy or daddy now, I'm going out as wife or husband. Yeah. You know, there, there's different has to wear it's within our personal. Yeah, and you've got to sometimes change your mindset for that reason. And I think that certainly follows through in a professional setting. You know, you're not, if you're a CEO, you can't be bringing your emotions to the table and, and breaking down in the, the board meeting, you know. So yeah. there's definitely, there's blurred lines, but there has to be decorum uh, yeah. for sure. I think, like you mentioned with the book, uh, it's my first book. So, you know, I'm like, I'm doing this 20 years, but what I've seen over time was there's a pattern in how people get unstuck. Because my book's about helping someone get unstuck and kind of break through that ceiling. It's called Breakthrough, hence the name. But, but what I've seen is that, and I would say this to anyone listening, is that wherever you're at, what you want to do is kind of get your life to a place where you can say, I'm happy. That's yeah. what I want. And and don't sit there expecting mediocre, or I should say, accepting mediocre. You don't have to. There's always a way. And find the right coach and you never know what might happen. Yeah, yeah. And when you say happy, 
again, that's mm-hmm. a very individual thing. 100%. So my yeah. happiness might be somebody else's yeah. uh, mediocrity. Or well, happiness comes from within. It's not going to be found in stuff, as we all know. Yeah. But but the thing about happiness is it's what we do. It comes down to beliefs and values. And, and to quite simply sum it up, it's living a life that you feel... I did my best, I'm happy with what I've achieved and I have a sense of fulfillment. It won't be every day, but if you can get your life to that place, why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. Uh, Shane, just in terms of the new year then and the new me, we talked about it. We, we decided we're not doing that. We need to take a, a mm-hmm. longer. So to somebody maybe who wanted to start on this journey, maybe I'm a little bit stuck in my job. I'm not that happy with my life. It is January how could I sort of get onto the treadmill without trying to sort of, you know, over or over over plan it to, to, to set myself up to a fail? So mm, okay. so somebody sitting at home at the moment listening to this that says, Yeah, I really need to change a few things. How would I get started on this? Uh, I think a simple way to start would be the way I would have started myself many years ago without a coach, which is just ask a couple of questions. You know, Mark was like great coaches ask great questions, but a great question to ask is like, what would the next three years look like for me in terms of my professional, personal life that would be exciting to me, right? Three years. Now, most people, Bobby, will think in less time. So they kind of overestimate, I think, what they'll do in a year, but they underestimate what they'll do in three years. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point that if you can, if you can even get someone thinking three years rather than one and, year, and, and honestly, you're straight away winning. It makes such a big difference. And then find somebody else, Bobby, that will keep you accountable. It could be a friend. It could be somebody who's like, actually, I've got a similar interest. You know what? Let's hold each other accountable. Because a lot of the value in a coach, even though coaches might want always to admit it, 40, 50% of it is somebody holding you accountable. Yeah. And yeah. say, actually, you're the one, I'm going to hold you accountable to getting this done. If you can find that in a friend, that is, that is high value. Yeah. So you yeah. can start with something like that around a couple of priorities. Last word to you, Kira, in terms of uh, getting ready for next year. That's sage advice from Shane there. Would you concur with that? Absolutely, but I think a lot of people um, are not clear on what they want and that's what a coach can help you with is to get that clarity. You know, Mark mm-hmm. says about being happy. Yeah, we all want to be happy. But some people don't know what they need yeah. or what's going to make them happy. So a coach can help with that, with asking the right questions, with uncovering, you know, their real desire. True happiness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, I'm wishing you all three of you true happiness uh, as you embark into you. 2024. Thanks very much uh, for joining us to discuss the business, uh, indeed, the world of uh, life coaching. My thanks to Shane Craddock, uh, an advisor to high-performing leaders and author of Inspire Me, Mark Fennell, life coach and author of his new book, uh, Breakthrough. Well done to you for writing that, Mark. Thank you. And Kira Conlon, who's been with us on the show many times, life and leadership coach and author of Rise Before Your Bull. Happy New Year to one and all. Happy New Year. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.